Happy Friday, Holy Family. Today is Friday, March 12. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, for those of you who are home with your kids today, since school is closed, I hope you're having a good day with your kids and looking forward to uh, a week with them for spring break. Um, we are going to have <laughs> we are going to have an interesting podcast today. We're bringing back on second grade teacher Greg Fainley with his preschool son and going for broke, my preschool son. It's going to be Johnny and James and Greg. Oh my gosh, God only knows what's going to happen. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. So we're going to record right on the heels like of smile. our Smiling's parent my favorite. conferences. And just wanted Make to say thanks to That's your everybody okay. who made okay. the time is your new to favorite. schedule Fine. with the teachers and do that. And thanks to the teachers for taking those two nights to meet with parents and do that. Because that really is, you've heard me say this a million times, if you spend any kind of time around me in a school capacity, uh, parent-school connection is what makes Catholic schools do what we do better than anybody else. So thanks for taking that time to partner with us, uh, chat about what's working with your kid and what we can do better what your kid can do better, obviously, uh, and so on. So thank you for that. Um, I always enjoy those nights, even when we had to Zoom, which I'm an extrovert. I am I'm the definition, the post-child of an extrovert. Um, so didn't like having to Zoom those, but gosh, if we, if we had any more teachers be out, um, then I don't know what we were gonna do there because um, everybody was filling in and subbing. So nobody was getting any kind of breaks and administrators were teaching instead of administrating, administering, and so on. So uh, that was getting to be a lot. So thank you for um, for uh, acquiescing our request to Zoom. Um, I'm, I'm growing increasingly confident that next year will be more normal. So, so there's that to look forward to. Um, I did wanna do um, one thing different. Um, I want to start doing uh, the beginning of the podcast with a prayer, actually. I've been listening to, um, and some of you have been listening to, Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a Year. Um, it's, it's really, really good stuff. And he always has a prayer. And I thought, you know what? Uh, at school, whenever we're with the kids, with a bunch of people, we always start with a prayer. We start every class with a prayer. We start every day, every meal with a prayer. We end every meal every day with a prayer. So I thought I should do a short prayer to start the pod. So um, I'm going to start as of today, Friday, March 12th, uh, doing the pod with just a short, very com uh, conversational kind of prayer. Um, so um, hopefully uh, you don't mind that. Hopefully you like that. And maybe you'll join me a little bit. So in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, gracious. God, you're awesome. We thank you for this season of Lent, uh, for this time to remind ourselves and have you help us remember that we need to depend on you. So help us to be grateful for that reminder to depend on you. Help our uh, grumbling tummies and our desire for meat on a day like today. Help all those things. Help us remember that we rely on you and that all good gifts come from you. Help us have an educational and fun pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Uh, so, welcome to the Holy Family Podcast, where we are, exist for two primary purposes. First and foremost, we exist in order to give you the Holy Family Happenings uh, weekly Friday newsletter in the most palatable way possible, which is to listen to it. And we also exist in order to help our community feel more and more like a family. It is gonna be interesting. I don't know what's gonna happen in a little while here when we have, uh, I have I have no concerns uh, about having Greg Fainley come on here. He's a great guy, uh, uh, super strong teacher. Looking forward to having him come on, talk about what's coming up with him. Really glad we've been able to add him to the Holy Family community as a teacher this year. But the two four-year-olds who are gonna be in here, that is, <laughs> that's the curveball. So we'll see how that goes, but I'm excited. So thanks for joining us. Here comes your buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz?
Well, here comes your buzz, friends. Uh, again, hopefully you've recognized in the Holy Family Happenings newsletter that we put a button right to the electronic backpack right at the top there, followed immediately by an itemized list of what is in the electronic backpack so you can find everything that you need because obviously several of the things that we mention here um, that are in the newsletter point you back to the the electronic backpack so you can grab those things quickly. Thank you Nancy Franey for putting that in there. That was good thinking. And principally speaking, I just mentioned that we uh, did meet our fundraising uh, goal for the gala of $25,000. So that's just huge. That says a whole lot about our community and the value that we place on Catholic education, um, especially in a year like this between the derecho and especially uh, the pandemic and what that's done to uh, a lot of our families, our families who donate, um, but also what it means for the families who rely on that tuition assistance. Um, so just thank you for whatever your role is in that. If you gave, if you prayed, if you worked on it, um, uh, Julie Steblin, Shelly Hughescamp, Father Ken, and several others put a lot of work into making sure that mailing went really well. And I think we learned some things that we can take with us into the future as well um, beyond the gala. So thank you very much for that. That's that's great news. We will give you more details when we have those, but we know we met our, our goal of $25,000 for tuition assistance. Spring break starts on Monday the 15th, so enjoy a week with your kiddos, hopefully. Uh, we'll see you back here on the 22nd. As a follow-up to conferences, I just wanted to say on behalf of Heather Williams and myself, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with teachers. Uh, the teachers you know, work so hard all the time with your kids and, and want to make sure that we're in touch with you. We know you love your kids very much, and uh, it's, it's hard to overstate the uh, impact of strong parent and school relationships um, on student growth. So thank you for taking the time to do that. We had almost every single family participate, which is great. There is new CDC uh, guidance for travel, so there's a link for the suggested guidelines after travel as well as the Xavier flowchart for when to keep your child home. So you can check those out if you have any questions, if you might be traveling or if you have symptoms, etc. But boy, it's getting better and better, so that's great news. We have actually had also, um, oh god, half of our um, Holy Family staff, about half of our staff, maybe a little more than that, has received their uh, second round of the vaccine uh, for any of those of us who wanted to anyhow. And then next week, the second round, um, uh, the, the, the other half will get their second round as well. So um, that's very, very good news. Uh, the Think Spring fundraiser is coming up. That's another great sign of, uh, of spring. So I've just heard great things and I've seen great things about the flowers as well as the vegetables you can get from that. So please remember that orders are due with payment Monday, March 22nd. That's the Monday we get back from break. So you want to check that out now. Don't wait until afterward. Um, although if you have preschool, childcare, two or three year old families, uh, your orders can come in as late as Tuesday, March 23rd. So do see the electronic backpack as mentioned before for digital order forms to email or post on Facebook. Spring pictures are coming up. Uh, picture day for students in the three-year-old Tuesday-Thursday preschool class and the four-year-old Monday uh, through Thursday AM class will be on the 30th. Everybody else in four-year-old preschool or K through eight is on Friday, March 26th. So that's the Friday that we get back, the Thursday. Um, the, the Friday we get back and the Thursday that follows. And then uh, for LaSalle Middle School, kids can dress as they do on Dress Reward Day. And at St. Jude, kiddos can uh, wear their free dress casual clothing. Shorts are not allowed. Uh, there's a script update in here as well, as there always is. There's a Hy-Vee Cash for Students update, but I've done that a million times. There's a spring busing reimbursement email that went home on Thursday. Those are due back by April 28. You're going to want to make sure you do that uh, for any families that uh, qualify. And that is 
just about everybody. So you want to make sure that you um, fill that form out. It's very, 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 very quick and easy. Turn that back in by the 28th. And I believe that's the first of two. The second bus reimbursement form, I believe, should come out Oh, God, in the summer sometime, early summer. So this is the fall reimbursement as I understand it. Um, so that, yeah, and that's just about everybody. If you live at least two miles away from Holy, Holy Family and you're within Cedar Rapids, um, you would get that. And then I think other folks would get their busing reimbursement from their other school district, like College Community, Linmar, and Marion. Those are also attached on that uh, March 11 email. You can email Mr. Cook at wcook at holyfamilycr.org if you have any questions about that. Then uh, there's some enrollment information for everybody at Holy Family as well. Just about everyone is already re-enrolled for next year, which is super. Um, it is all online now, and it sounds like for the most part that it's going very, very smoothly. Thankful for that. There's one strange um, line in there where parents are asked to waive the right to see their child's academic folder. That is not their Holy Family folder. You are welcome to see your child's Holy Family academic folder. That is a line from facts, and they say they cannot remove it. There's no reason that in the state of Iowa that line should be in there. A couple of parents have emailed asking about that because it is a strange thing that you have to check off, but you can see your child's records at any time. Um, so I apologize that we can't remove that one line. But other than that, um, it seems like that's going really smoothly and people seem to appreciate it. We've gotten some nice emails, so thank you for that. Um, then as far as STO, please, please, please make sure you apply by April 15. We want every family to apply. And if you don't, if you successfully apply and you don't qualify for financial aid, we will pay the $31 fee for you. Uh, I'll just take it right out of your tuition um, uh, dues for next year. Then for LaSalle, there's a spring sports update from Mr. Dole, basically saying there's going to be girls tennis, co-ed soccer, and girls and boys track. Um, practices for all the sports will start on Tuesday, April 6th, and parents of the participants will receive more specific information as we go. And then there's going to be Iowa standardized testing, the ISASP testing right after break. Um, we're going to do uh, kind of a, spend a little bit of time our first week back doing some practice tests um, that are required. And then starting on Monday, March 29, we're going to be doing our standardized testing. To be honest, we don't overemphasize that. We don't want the kids stressed out about it. Um, that's not good for the kids. Um, but what we do want them to do is get some rest. Um, and to work hard and do their very best on them so we do get accurate pictures of where we're strong and, and where we need to grow by class and by individual and as a school. So thanks for that. And then thank you, thank you, thank you to Denise Fillenworth and the Parent Association. A whole bunch of people brought in meals. I hope we didn't miss anybody but Meg Hansen, Trish Hoffman-Shamanik, uh, Jamie Hayda, Colleen Andrews, Deb Fries, Julie Middlestat, uh, Alyssa uh, Losher, Sheena Crawl, Kelly Wade, April, April Ike, sorry, Jill Henderson, and Holly Bruns. I hope we didn't miss anybody, but those were great. Thank you very much. Walking Tacos is a super good idea, Parent Association. Um, <clears throat> so thanks for keeping all the teachers well-fed uh, during teacher conferences. And then 2021-2022 uh, Xavier Cheerleading Dance Info is in the newsletter again. And let's see. There's a scholarship opportunity for 8th grade students going to Xavier next year. Um, I've told you about both of those things, so I won't rehash the details. In St. Jude... Holy Family Child Care Info from Ms. Lang, the child care director, is that she's requesting families who are in need of summer child care for two-year-olds, preschool, or ch uh, school-age children, please turn in your summer child care forms found on the website. Uh, also on the website, families can find the 21-22 child care forms for all ages. Questions, reach out to Elisa. Her direct number is 981-9107. 
and the St. Jude uh, general nine general line is 396-7818. I know Lisa was just getting some new uh, toys and gizmos and stuff for the kids as well, some educational um, things for the kids to do. So uh, I know she's always improving that program. And I also know we had our <clears throat> surprise annual visit from DHS, and it went great. I don't think, honestly, in my eight years as a principal, we've ever had a DH visit, DHS visit go as smoothly as this one. So kudos to um, Elisa Lang and her team in child care and preschool uh, for continually improving that program. Then thank you to our parent association again. Um, I think I get all these names. I wonder if some of these, I think these were the same in both schools. So I think I named everybody who, no I didn't. Uh, Julie Scala and some of these folks, uh, Stephanie Oberuder, Christina Graham, Monica Freiberger, uh, Amanda Samick, Emily Vanderteig, Jamie Larson. Oh, there are a bunch that were in this building. Erica Kearns, Lori Ruiz, Jill Henderson. Uh, so if your name was not in the previous list, I also, I also added to this one. These folks brought us food to St. Jude as well for those teachers, keeping them well fed. Sorry, that was a little bit sloppy. Uh, thanks for your give me some grace as I do this. Then finally, uh, news from our partner parishes, community, and Xavier High Schools at the Xavier Saints shop web stores are open. The uniform fleece and the grandparent apparel are both linked as well in the Holy Family Happenings newsletter. That, my friends, is your buzz. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. All right, so we are here joined by three guests. We, this is the first ever dual father-son podcast on Positively Family. Um, but Fainly gentlemen, Greg and James, welcome to the podcast. Do you want to say hi to our guests? Hey, thanks for having us. Hi. <laughs> and we have, I'm not sure if he's going to participate, but Johnny Zexer is also here. Um, and so, John, you're, you're um, welcome back to the podcast. You've been on the show before, buddy. Did you want to ring that bell one time before we get started? Okay, go ahead. You can ring that bell one time. All right, I guess it's officially time to start now. The bell has rung. Um, so I have a few questions just to kind of, gosh, when were you on the show before, Greg? Oh, it was in the fall. Um, I guess I don't remember the exact date. Okay. Uh, obviously, I don't either. Um, but your your role is going to change here a little bit. Yes. Um, and so um, kind of exciting, maybe a little bit scary at the same time. But want to let folks know about that and chat with you a little bit about it and um, then have a little bit of chat about father son because um, uh, yeah for, so I guess let's just reintroduce for people who don't know or for people who don't listen to every week um, Greg is um, new to Holy Family qua second grade teacher um, but is this your second year or third year here as a parent I'm trying to uh, this is our second year here as a parent okay and then I went through St. Jude's one year up at LaSalle right before they closed it for Xavier. That's right. And then... Because when you toured, you knew everybody. Oh, it seemed that way. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of faces changed. Um, so um, so James has been here for yeah, a year and a half, almost two years now. And then you've been here teaching for a year because you were up at... Um, Don Bosco. Bosco up in... Um, uh, Gilbertville. In Gilbertville. Um, and now we're very thankful to have you here. And um, I remember, I think I said this on the last time you were here, but I remember when you toured, I was like, 
he's an elementary a teacher. I kind of <laughs> want that guy. I did not poach. I didn't reach out, right? I no, no. I, I don't do that. Um, but uh, really glad that you're here. It was, it was a good fit for your family living so much closer. It, was, to, it, it has been <laughs> such a great fit. Not, to say, not to say that it wasn't at Don Bosco. There was great support there, too. It's just... No. Shelby's it's, the principal, right? Yeah. She seems awesome. She's, she's great to work for. Uh, it's just nice being able to have a five-minute drive into the morning <laughs> versus an hour and five-minute drive. Hour and five? It wasn't really hour five, but if we you know, had to stop anywhere oh or anything. Yeah. yeah, well, we're glad you're here, and we're glad you'll be here next year, but next year you're going to be shifting into a different role. You won't be uh, a general ed classroom teacher, and Mahern, ostensibly, um, will um, be coming back from her sabbatical uh, and working with your partner this year, Kathy Sokup. Um, so getting that band back together. Um, but you will be moving into the ELL role, the English language learner um, teacher role. So really excited about that. You'll work with kids from different ages. Um, I don't know if we'll have any here at LaSalle, which will be interesting. I think we've, my three years, we've always had LaSalle kids. I don't know if we will next year. We might Good. have one or two. But otherwise, uh, I was just looking at that this week and thinking, oh my gosh, all of our ELL kids might be um, our younger kids. Because for the most part, the way ELL works, the kids kind of quote unquote graduate out. Right. They don't need the um, English coaching anymore um, by the time they're in middle school. But we sometimes, we've always had two to four, I think, since I've been here um, right. at, at LaSalle. Um, but moving into ELL, you seem really excited about it. What yeah. is it about that role that um, you find, like, yeah, what about that you find interesting to you? Uh, it, the big thing is that I get to know kids that I might not normally get to know, and I get to know them on a much more personal level. It was uh, kind of one of the things that I got enjoyed about doing technology at Don Bosco. Oh, okay. When I was there is that I got to know a lot more of the kids and sure. then the kids that were a little bit more techie. I got to know them a little bit more personal. Almost uh, like personally. a coach, I suppose, right? Yeah. Because some of the kids shine in tech when they might not. Exactly. Yeah. And it, and it helped out, you know, having that kid I can kind of lean on. And then with ELL, there you go. Uh, and then with ELL, I get to know those those same kids, so that way when I go in, if I ever need to, you know, help out, sub, uh, you know, teachers gone for the day. Sure. I already have that rapport built with those kids, so you know we've got the ability to uh, just kind of tell them, hey, I you, you know me, I know you, we get along well, and and I if there's any problems communicating we can work that out pretty quickly so that's awesome um, and so it's not just like you can plop any random person in there um, you need somebody who has some of your skill set but then specifically there are things that um, like in the state of Iowa um, legally you have to have certain training so um, you have some prep work over the next um, like next few months and the next couple of years uh, to do that can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you're doing to Get ready for that? Absolutely. I'm going to be taking some classes uh, through BVU, uh, Buena Vista University mm -hmm. there. And uh, while I'm doing that, I'm also trying to look for any other resources that will help kind of plan a curriculum to do with awesome. ELL students. Awesome. Uh, and any other resources that might be good as far as, like, I'm tapping into Mrs. Vega pretty oh, hard of, of finding, yeah, finding different ways to teach the sight words, uh, to be able to teach... Uh, uh, just kind of that, that reading, especially the fluency part, mm -hmm. which is what our FAST testing is on. Sure. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to really uh, working kind of side by side with her to, to reach. That sounds like a great idea. Katie's awesome. Um, what Do you know what the courses are that you're taking? Because um, you start, don't you start like next week? I, I start Monday. 
Oh uh, boy, happy yeah. spring break. <laughs> right. So you start Monday with your classes, um, and you have three classes I think you'll be taking, if I remember, before before the school year starts. Um, so what do you have? What's up first on the docket? Uh, the first one I have is uh, Methods for Teaching English as a Second Language. Okay. And then the next one that I have uh, kind of right as school's winding down is Applied Linguistics. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to diving into those and, and getting to know more about that those topics and getting to get some ideas for, for teaching yep. students as well. Yeah, it, I, I think it's probably going to be fascinating. I know you like to learn things. Um, I think it's going to be fascinating stuff and I'm sure Heather and Katie and I will be learning things from you as you do that as well. I know like Linda Zock, she's always taking classes and um, doing webinars and stuff, and she always comes in here and tells me all this you know, cool stuff she learned. Um, and you're kind of a, you're a student of the world as well, so I'm sure you're gonna learn really cool stuff. Um, so kind of on a on a similar topic, we, we had talked a little bit about how that that role could evolve somewhat into um, work with equity and inclusion, uh, diversity and culture, and things like that. So when I had put out, was it three weeks ago, I think, in the newsletter, yep. you had said you were super excited to be you know, involved in the conversations about race and culture, equity and inclusion. Um, what was it about um, about that idea that, that excited you, that made you wanna be part of the conversation? Um, it, it actually goes to, uh, and I wish I would've been able to go to it, but, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came to Iowa City probably about, I want to say maybe six, seven years ago and did a talk on uh, just kind of race in general and how uh, he kind of leads his life in educating others. And, and the one thing he said was uh, for, for children and for students is to have as many friends as different as you as possible. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and, and that just really stuck with me. And the more I kind of thought about it is when I was through St. Jude's, uh, uh, there were very, very few students or families uh, that were different from me. Okay. Uh, it, it was it was one of those things growing up. Uh, we didn't we didn't have uh, uh, much diversity, and then uh, bringing James here last year, uh, every day he was playing with somebody different, and it was so awesome. And then getting to know those families and those parents that uh, you know because we all kind of came and picked up right about the same time mm -hmm. that year and uh it was just it was just so awesome that that james was being able to uh, to get to know and and get to to learn from kids whose uh i guess whose life uh life experiences are different mm -hmm. from his and then as he gets older you know, he can kind of think about the world in, in different terms than, than what I did. Yeah, you know? that's really, really interesting. Yeah, and, and kids, um, for parents who are listening, if you haven't taken a lot of psychology classes or education classes, um, yeah, the way their brains work, they don't necessarily, they don't see differences so much at, at that age. Um, they start to in middle school. Um, that's a very natural thing, the, the brain. Uh, I, I talked to the middle schoolers about this just recently with my eighth grade um, group that I do top 20 with. They... Um, their brains start to ask them, like my brain started to ask me when I was an adolescent, what does it mean that you're white? What does it mean that you're Catholic? What does it mean that you're an Iowan? Whatever. Right. Your brain is asking you, what does it mean that you are those things? And so then you notice them, notice those things more in yourself and other people and you become more kind of astute. Um, interestingly, um, I'm going to throw out a controversial topic here while we're sure. doing this. Um, there was, um, you know, there, there's a kind of a common uh, idea that people aren't born biased, right? Um, that you know, kids are born loving, which is true, right? You see that in preschool, the kids oh, all just absolutely. play together. Yes. But um, there, there are studies that that show that well, we are born biased. We tend to like people who look like the person who feeds us, 
<laughs> so kids tend to usually, you know, infants are the, you know, they, they look a lot like their mom. Um, so they tend to like people who look like their mom. Right. Um, so whether that's skin color or accent or size, shape, <laughs> whatever, we tend to like the people who feed us, yeah, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I, I know that I can trust the people who bring me uh, sustenance that, that, you know, hold me when I'm sad and put me to bed and exactly. et cetera. So I think that's interesting because, yeah, in a preschool you see, yeah, kids all just play, you know, they just... They play and the kids call each other twins yeah, <laughs> and they're wearing the same shirt and they you know in some some ways couldn't look more different they, they, they still do that i yeah i was teaching at a school and it was middle school and it was yeah it just two kids that were two different races and they go hey we're twinning today and it's like you are let's <laughs> uh, i'm, I'm going to focus on that positive there you know and, and, I, and I, I love that you pointed out how um the, the differences can be a really, really good thing. I have I have heard people say, and people who really want to do stuff right have said, um, I'm looking for, I, I really, my, my goal is for me to not be able to see differences. And I'm just thinking, no, the differences are there. God gave us differences. And, and, and some days it's really, really hard to, you know, I think it's probably hard to be a black man in, in an all-white or in a mostly white city. Like, it's, there's so much data <laughs> that no, says yeah. that. I think it's important for us to recognize that because I think our students who aren't part of the dominant, you know, looking culture, you know, if, if you're not white, you see color right? <laughs> all the time. Well, and it goes into when we had uh, those two just fantastic speakers come in and talk to us. Uh, Kim, uh, Kimberly Fitton and Laura Gray, yeah. Yes. Uh, and... and they they talked about how instead of just yeah trying to be colorblind, it's celebrating those differences. Yeah, you know, and and that's something that that really stuck out to me too. Is yeah, you know. well, I think what's so great about how they're helping us lead the conversation. Um, they want to stay here in like central Iowa. Their goal isn't like to get into the city or something like that. They want to stay here in Iowa uh, and, and impact here, which is great. And they know that they're working with largely Caucasian populations. Mm -hmm. And they also know that um, slavery wasn't my fault or your fault. Um, and they're like, hey, right away, just gonna put this on the table. We don't fault any of you guys for what <laughs> happened here uh, 400 years ago um, or anything even going on right now necessarily, but um, you don't have to feel guilty for any reason. Um, we just wanna have good conversations. And, and that's, and that makes it easier to have yeah. those conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the feedback from the staff was overwhelmingly positive. Actually, I don't know if there's anything negative in there because they look no. for the yeah buts. What are the concerns and challenges? Right. And our staff was just eager to kind of form themselves. And I think it's just very because the staff is grounded in the gospel. And I think just what they said. And obviously, they were very Christian. Yeah. Was just grounded in a very kind of Christocentric message about. Exactly. what differences mean for us. So moving to the next piece then, yeah, because you and Danielle, your your wife was very interested, um, a lot of families and staff were really interested in being part of that conversation. I love the way your face just lit up when I said your wife's name. That was cool. Um, um, Danielle, if you're listening, that, that was authentic right there. Um, a lot of families are interested. Why do you think it is that so many are interested? And what do you think that can do for Holy Family? Um, well, uh, not to necessarily put words in Danielle's mouth, but I think her and I are kind of on the same page where uh, we have a great opportunity to show our children that, yes, we are all different. Even, I mean, going back to our conversation about those speakers, they, they had us look at our, our culture. And even as a group of mostly white people, yeah, there was still differences diversity there. differences sure. with all of us. And... Um, being able to to show James here that you know yeah we're we're all different 
and that is awesome and we're going to we're going to celebrate that and then also even starting you know this last summer with all the black lives matter protests we're mm-hmm. sitting there thinking to ourselves like man how did it get this bad yeah. and and recognizing that having being able to have that dialogue no matter how uncomfortable mm-hmm. is necessary for us to be able to you know not just move forward but maybe to even start kind of healing and mm-hmm. uh, being able to to kind of come to a better understanding yep yeah that's that's fantastic I, and I will say that um, uh, the feedback I've gotten too from talking with a lot of our black families and in our families of color is that um, their children's experience here has been very very positive mm-hmm. um, and at the same time there's there's areas for growth uh, I mean I would say the same thing about our Catholicity in general like generally I think we do it really really well um, you know, we have reconciliations and retreats, and I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a new retreat being added to the docket, um, and uh, and oh my gosh, there's so many things we pray before and after everything we do. Uh, actually, we add that to the podcast. I'm, um, I I did a little prayer to start the pod. I thought, you know, whenever we do something important, we always pray, right. um, and uh, just enter, you know, right into the letters to the Pope. The uh, the Vatican wrote back to us last week. Oh, that's so cool. Um, just like so many things about our Catholicity that are increasingly permeating what we do, um, we can do better. And same thing with, you know, how we are welcoming to everybody, um, even even if our staff right now is almost all white, and our community is mostly white, um, that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, and we can right. always do better um, as we go. Totally switching gears here, if you don't mind, because um, I do want to get onto the game. And James, you are being so patient, man! Thank you, buddy. You're doing a super job. We're going to get into some conversation with you here in a second. Um, but just really, I want to talk about tech here as well, because you were a tech coordinator at Boston. Go. Yes. Um, yes, a ball just entered the room um, with my son, and um, sorry about that, friends. Um, you are a school tech coordinator at Bosco. Um, what is it that you appreciate about technology in a school and what it can do? Uh, what I really appreciate is how it can help enhance our learning. So it's it's not necessarily something that will just plop the kids down in front of an iPad or a computer screen for seven, six hours out of the day <laughs> and just let them learn. It's that we give them kind of that, that base, that core knowledge, and then they either get enhanced through a video like on a Khan Academy or Prodigy, mm-hmm. and then they get to go and practice that skill. And I know like for my class, I'm po- trying to post a lot more on Seesaw, so that way they can do the assignments on Seesaw as opposed to me running off, you know, 60 to 70 pages worth of packets, sure. and, and just try to, you know, make things a little bit easier, a little bit more streamlined, and the kids just, love doing anything with technology. They love the novelty so, for so, sure. Yeah, it's just just another way to engage the student. Yeah, gosh, I mean, you actually kind of stole me in a question, so I'll just digress back a half step. Because, um, yeah, you said that it's not just about replacing, like, okay, we're not going to do no, notebooks and pencils now, we're just going to do laptops or iPads or something like that. Um, but the idea is if we can enhance what we're doing, if the kids can learn more, learn better, um, have more opportunities to delve in, go more in depth, um, or even in some cases transform the learning and growing, um, that's that's when we need to right. use technology, because right. in our in our SWAT survey, actually, some folks um, had given the feedback um, that you know that there was concern about technology just replacing, um, and that's not what we're trying to do. We want to no. give the kids the skills, but sometimes they can learn so much more. Right. Well, and that should be our goal as teachers is to get them ready for the twenty first century, not still continue to teach them <laughs> some of the twentieth yeah. century. Uh, skills and there's nothing wrong with being able to you know sign your name being able to to write handwrite notes yeah yeah it's just is there a way we can be a little bit more efficient especially for some of those kids like me growing up who hated writing <laughs> like 
if I could type it all out, yeah, I'll I'll type you word for word what you're saying there. Good thing yeah. all your classes for ELL are online. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally shifting gears now. Uh, last couple of questions here, James. Um, you and your dad seem like you're really good buds. That's what it seems like to me. And give your dad some nucks. Um, what is your favorite thing to do with your dad? Um, build Legos. Um, build Legos? Yeah. Why do you and your dad like building Legos together? Um, because it's fun. Because it's fun? Are you guys working on and, anything? And I have a lot of Legos. You have a lot of Legos? Yeah. So do you guys mostly like build a Lego thing kind of the way it comes in the box? Or is it more, let's get all the Legos and just build something? A little bit of both, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe you get it and you build the, you know, the X-wing fighter or whatever, and and then, and then those pieces all end up in the pile a month later. But you build something else out of it. Maybe. What's the coolest yeah. thing you guys have built? Oh man. Maybe that's a hard question. That is a hard question. What did we just get done building? Where you were super creative. I think we battled them at, at the end, too, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Making robots. Yeah. You guys did robots and then battled with them? He's yeah. way better at building robots than than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Are you smart like your dad? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Smarter. And uh, what, do you, what do you think about having your dad work at your school? Because you're at St. Jude Preschool, and he's in second grade as a teacher, so he's like one of the big cool guys. What do you think about having your dad teach at Holy Family while you're at school? Double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. <laughs> you like getting the hugs from your dad in the morning and getting to go to his room after school? We the elbow bumps, don't we? In the halls. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Johnny likes having me be at school, too. And I know Johnny likes having you be at school because you guys are in class together all the time, aren't you? You guys are, aren't you? You guys do the afternoon preschool together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Well, your dad's going to be here next year and hopefully for a long time um, teaching here. So, And then how old is your little sister? About one? Yeah. So maybe she'll be here in a couple of years. Yeah. I don't yeah. do that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure if she's anything like James, I'm sure she's going to do super. Uh, James and Greg, would you guys play a, a quick game with me to wrap up our show? Yeah, we'd love to play a game. All right, here we go. Okay, so this game is Word Up. Uh, I have, how many do I have here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I have 13 words here, James and Gregory. Is it Gregory? It's just Greg. It is. I go by Greg. I know. Um, but if, if I'm ever mad at you, I'm going to call you Gregory. Uh, That's all I know. <laughs> um, I have 13 words. I'm going to read them one at a time. And after I say a word, I want you to tell me what comes to mind when I say that word. Okay? Okay. And if you win, you get this pencil. This one has something stuck on it. So you get a pencil, but this is just a prototype. That says, Holy Family Lancers, and it has a really cool Lancer on it. Okay? You can win this. And the only way to lose is to walk out the door right now. Okay, are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The first word is happy. Maybe Dad goes first. I think 
James. James. James is happy. And James, I say happy. What do you say? Uh, daddy. Awesome. How about school? Toys. Toys. Fun. Um, Paw Patrol. Marshall. Marshall? Uh, rubble. I'd go rubble on that one as well. Um, ice cream. Uh, strawberry. Strawberry. Oh, that's what I was going to say too, was strawberry. That's my favorite. Okay. John, do you want to join us? We're playing a game. What? I say a word and you tell us what comes to mind. <laughs> okay, Johnny Zexter's going to jump on the show here with us as well. Okay. I say a word and you tell me what comes to mind. The next word is Jesus. Is that a hard one? What do you think, Greg? I, I think uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Jesus forgave us. That's true. Ooh, I was going to say that too. Forgiveness. Johnny, when I say Jesus, what do you think? Um, love. Love. That's good. How about computer? I think tech. Tech. Technology. What do you think when I say computer? Um, technology. Technology. Johnny, what do you think? Take it out. Take, oh, wait a minute. What are you, now you, I think you guys are just listening to Mr. Fainley. <laughs> How about when I say Iowa State Cyclone? Um, Iowa State Cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Iowa State Cyclone. What do you think, oh. what do you think Iowa State? Double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Well, I think we we know from the last time I was on the podcast. This is the show's on sideways. My son is talking he loves the Cyclones. Um, that's not the child I raised. Um, what about when I say preschool? Uh, toys. Toys? I think this is holub. This is holub. How about taco? Uh, what do you think about when I say taco? I think pizza, because we had taco pizza last night. From where? Uh, homemade. Oh, nice. Yes. You can um, you can get the Happy taco Joe's pizza. recipe for taco pizza online, and it's... Taco oh. pizza. You think taco, taco pizza, pizza, too? So good. Yes, I was out of... Uh, or thought I was out of taco sauce, so we had to make homemade <laughs> last night. I bet you did all right. It, it, I was surprised how well it turned you out. You seem like a guy who knows his way around the kitchen. Uh, on occasion. Uh, James, when I say the word games, what do you think of? Uh, What's your favorite game? A Lego game. What is it? A Lego? Lego game. A Lego game? Like Lego Incredibles? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I think uh, Minecraft, which we like to play together. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I think Big Ten Tournament, because right now they're playing. That's right, they are. Uh, James, how about when I say Legos, what comes to mind? Uh, dragons. Dragons? Yeah. Sweet. I think you can make Lego dragons. I think that I am not creative enough to do Legos. <laughs> How about when I say the word pray? What do you guys think of? Do you have a favorite prayer or a prayer you do before bed? I think the Hail Mary. Hail Mary? Yeah. Prayers before bed. Prayers before bed. Yep. Uh, and last one is spring. Springtime. Can't come soon enough. Uh, uh, this is going to be hard. Yeah? What do you like to do in the springtime, James? Um, build Legos. Build Legos. Build Legos outside. outside. What do you like to do outside? Do you like to ride your bike? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Like to ride your bike. Ride your bike around the neighborhood. Yeah, my girls love, love to ride their bike around the neighborhood. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, you can have worse habits than riding your bike, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah. Well, guys, that's the whole show. James, congratulations. You have, why don't you go pick out a pencil from over there? Okay. Why don't you get one for your mom, too? <laughs> get a couple. Okay. This one's got Play-Doh or something on it. 
Who knows? You see him there? Up on top? All right. Hey, guys, before... Yes, I <laughs> Before we sign off, do you want to say anything to our listeners? Uh, no, just have a great spring break, and we're looking forward to seeing everyone uh, next Monday. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, happy birthday, Dad. Love I you, Mom and Dad. Help. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you.